Hey, this thing is on. Yes, it is. Episode 7. E and K show podcast. I'm excited. I am amped up, baby. And not only because this is the Pound Town episode, <laughs> uh, it's also President's Day, Monday, we're recording. But anyway, I'm DJ. And I'm K. And it's T, y'all. T here. T is still <laughs> now, still hanging out. Um, Valentine's, Valentine's. God, I know, I know people get annoyed when they hear that. Uh, Please when they don't. hear. <laughs> when they hear Valentine's, they be like, it don't do that. that it's not, there's no M there. It's Valentine's, I-N-E-S. But um, hopefully everyone had a safe, had a fun, exciting, rekindling, makeup, breakup, makeup, uh, <laughs> Valentine's um, day. And we're able to do it safely, uh, securely, wear your mask. Um. Hopefully everyone was able to enjoy that and have a good time. As always, thank you guys for coming and kicking it with us here on the show. If it's your first time, welcome to the show. We have a good time. We have fun. We actually like each other. I think that's what works out the best for us on most days. On most days, we like each other. Uh, we love to get our laugh on and have a good time. And this segment we're getting into is the funny you mentioned segment. Where we just talk about crazy stuff that we've seen over the course of the week. And um, we found it to be quite hilarious. Found it to be pretty funny. So I'm kicking us off with, for those who you've maybe been under a rock and you haven't seen uh, the infamous Gorilla Glue Girl, a.k.a. Uh, Tessica. Um, for those who haven't been... AKA, AKA <laughs> I know, right? AKA Tessica, like that's not her real name, right? Because her, no, her, her real name is Gorilla Glue Girl. Like, that's her, that's her real name. That's her GoFundMe. That's her professional stage name. That is her name. So, um, for those who are not aware with it, she did get the surgery done um, actually by a Dr. Okeng, Nigerian doctor, who did it free of charge, by the way. Um, took care of her, got their hair back right. She's just looking at flaws. And did y'all know, too, that she actually is older than I thought? I believe she's in her 40s. She, she look older. She's in her 40s and she got like four kids, four or five kids. Yeah, I, like I, I I don't know why I was so surprised by that. Just It's just the the wonders, I guess, of the lashes and the makeup. I, was, I, I thought she was a little younger. I just, I did. Mm, Maybe that's nah, just she wasn't fooling me. Wasn't fooling you? Okay, mm -hmm. see. I don't think this she wasn't was fooling me. See, that's, listen, that's from why the, the, video, that's why the, lady, that's why the ladies the, are here. From the video <laughs> that, um, you know, the initial video of her talking about, she, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's funny. It's hilarious. Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> the initial video when she was, you know, talking about how she put the Gorilla Glue on her head, she didn't look 40 to me. Nah. Maybe like, she maybe definitely like looked... 30s, maybe. But okay, not... maybe. I can give her like 38. I mean... Oh, so you're going to shave a five. All right, back. <laughs> yeah, maybe two. Like, you know, she looked like she was definitely in her 40s, trying to keep her young. And... Uh... Unfortunately, that's why this situation. Uh... She was giving you. She was giving you those vibes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so anyway, with her, okay. So she got, like I said, she got the surgery done. That was, you know, a success. I would say for the most part, that was successful. But where it gets interesting is a gentleman decided. Okay, wait a minute. So is it considered a surgery? She didn't. I mean, she went under of anesthesia. Of course, it's a surgery. She went under a mild anesthesia, but she didn't get cut. 
So it's a procedure. It? It's a procedure. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, okay. So, okay. So she, okay. So she had her procedure done. <laughs> My apologies. Had a procedure done. That was cool. That was good. Great. Another gentleman comes and he's like, hey, I don't believe the hype. Like this gorilla thing. Is it? I don't think it's a real thing. And he proceeds to put gorilla glue on a cup and then put the cup on his face. And shocker, y'all, a few moments later, he's now in the ER. So needless to say, I, I found that to be pretty funny, quite hilarious, because I don't, we have a lot of challenges that are going on on the web right now. And I, I can't, I can't keep up with them. I can't. Um, there are a lot of challenges. And Damn, apparently, challenge. you know, so ain't getting a red light bulb nowhere. You hear me? So, so between that, the bus it, the Shanti got a challenge going with the I want you. I mean, it's a little bit of. Uh, it's a lot of challenges that are going on, and uh, apparently, I didn't I, get the email for the Gorilla Glue. I'm one. not in for the Gorilla Glue. Challenge. I didn't. I didn't get. The, I didn't get that email. I, I missed that one. It might have went to my junk. It's probably some spam, to be honest. What's but, going on with the uh, Shanti? I want you challenge. I haven't heard of that one. I don't. It, it was weird. Like it. Because, but you know that's his boo, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No Ashanti slander. No Ashanti slander. Listen, check, check. I, look, two, two had, episodes ago, y'all. Two episodes ago, we went into this. We talked about this. I have the freedom of speech. I will. Yeah, like, listen, just get back to it, y'all. Already know who it is. D, DJ K Show on Twitter. DJ Amerson K Show Instagram. We went in about the Ashanti Keisha thing. Go check it out. But oh, um, anyway, she she put a new single out. It's called I Want You. And I think she kind of kicked it off and started it off with the, because the video was only like maybe two and a half minutes. And she has on this outfit. And then so girls just started doing, the, they were calling it the I Want You Challenge. And they, and they was wearing the identical outfit that she had on in the video. And they're just kind of dancing I for like guess. a couple of seconds. And it just started to trend. So guys got in on it. They choreographed stuff. You know how all the challenges go. They just choreographed stuff. And, you know, I, I mean, so if, any, if anyone's interested. I'm not interested at all. Yeah. Did you all hear about the Cardi B up challenge? And that was kind of sparking see? some, no, that was kind see, of sparking it's, it's controversy. Which I know I live under a rock too, so I have no idea. I'm not exactly sure what it was. I had just like heard of it briefly, but I know it was sparking some controversy because she was saying that um, if you were a broke nigga, quote unquote, oh. that um, you need to get out of here. Basically, you need to get your bag up. So, you know, a oh, lot of people are actually talking about it. And, and you know, that's the that's the one thing that I uh, you just have to love about Cardi. Like if it's on her brain. It's, it's coming out, you know, if it even gets a chance to make it top, it might just stop at the mouth. It may come from the neck. I don't know. Like, it's like a neck up thing where it comes up and it just goes out. But she just, she says it. Um, I oh, guess that's what we call authenticity. Is that what that is? <laughs> hey, at this point, I feel like who's not saying it? Who not saying yeah, it? With right? these celebrities, who not saying it? So. Listen, every, everything is open out here to say the least. Um, yeah. Yeah, everything uh, in, in this parallelogram. Um, but yeah, I, f I found that to be quite uh, quite hilarious on the uh, Gorilla Glue side of things. And then uh, for those of you who are not aware, I don't believe that any of my people are shocked, um, but it is President's Day and um, uh, 45 was acquitted on all charges of, you know, inciting insurrection and everything that we all witnessed on the grand stage January the 6th of 2021. Um, I just have to ask this question. It's a stupid one, but I have to ask. Of my co-hosts, is anyone surprised by that news? Nope. Teflon Don. 
Teflon dog. Hashtag Teflon dog. Absolutely not. It's a sub Teflon dog with that. Um, but I mean, if, if either of y'all care to even express why the sense of numbness, so to speak, or why this was not breaking news, um, feel free. Bro, this guy. <laughs> He listen. He's not. I don't. I don't even. It, it, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want to say stop trying, but it's like apparently, just like Tom Brady, he got the cheat code. So <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. He sucks. We know, but it ain't nothing we can do about it. He gone. Let keep him out there. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like he's gone. At the end of the day, we did our job. We came out. We voted. There's no need to actually revert back and look in the rearview mirror. Let's just keep moving forward. Uh, I mean, agreed. I mean, I'm I'm definitely right there with y'all. Uh, it's it's just it, it ended up in a funny segment for me where the comedy comes in is on one side of the room they're giving praise to the Capitol officer Eugene. I can't remember his last name, oh, yeah. but they're giving a medal. They're recognizing him. Uh, remember, these were the people that were crying, they were in prayer, they were terrified for their lives, they were extremely afraid when things were going down, and then when it was time to, you know, respond or act accordingly on it, they sat on their hands, they looked the other way, um, and they completely were like, yeah, we don't see anything wrong with what transpired, along with we're not going to put that on Teflon Dawn. They made their decisions, although they were wrong, <laughs> if they even acknowledged them being wrong, they made their decisions and it is what it is. But it's just it, either way, it was it was just comedy for me because it seemed to be a lot more a lot more people upset um, <laughs> on the white side of things than us. I mean, we kind of knew this was coming, but they were more or less like, I cannot believe this. The justice system is failing. Mm, welcome to our world. Um, the justice system Come has failed. In. Come on in, right? Come on in. Um, <laughs> I, I cannot believe that this is a thing and um, that and, but and, that's, yeah. that's they boy, though. That's they boy. And for those who don't know, that means, yes, he will be eligible for 2024. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he gets detail, all, yeah. all of that. So. I don't see how they but, couldn't um, see that coming. At the end of the day, these yeah. these political parties are just gangs. You know, you got your your Crips and your Bloods. <laughs> like no uh, one, uh, no one is gonna go against their affiliations. So, I mean, that's so that's, that's all that was gang mentality. Wars politics, baby. <laughs> wars politics, yep, baby. You know it. Wars politics. Politics is war with nonviolence. One of the um, funny things I had for this week was my man Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) On that damn Lombardi trophy. (laughs) (laughs) When I seen this video of this fool really like chucking the Lombardi trophy, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you, like, is that even, what, what part of his mind? I understand that he was drunk. We all knew that he was drunk. You could tell that he was done. And he don't even look like one of those. I've, he don't look like he get drunk. So this was a for me. This gave Tom some props for me. I'm like, that's, that's my boy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yo, I'm just like, do you know how expensive that Lombardi trophy is? And you just going 
chuck that joint between two boats? What if it would have fell in the water? Then what? For me, it wasn't even the water. What if it would have hit somebody in the head? Because at the end of the day, y'all were all drunk. Like, yeah. <laughs> hand eye coordination off. Like, exactly. It was way off. And, and when I saw the video, it was so many takeaways. And I was sharing this with T offline. It was so many takeaways because. As before Tom even tossed the trophy, his daughter is sitting on his right elbow like that. I don't think this is gonna no. go well. Like <laughs> no, right. heard the back. no, exactly. So so you got this Lombardi, which is probably anywhere between maybe eight and twelve pounds. You know, it's got a little weight on it. And um he just underhands it to his guy. And and they're like, This was Brady's most clutch throw in his career. Bro, when <laughs> it, I, was his, it was the best throw of his career. It, well, all I said, even though you didn't hear Gronk saying anything, but I heard Gronk. I don't know if y'all can hear say? Gronk, but I heard Gronk <laughs> and I felt like he was like, Come on and throw it, Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a pussy. Throw you know, it. you know they were. Exactly they were all on the same <laughs> level. You know, he was like, I can't, I, I came back out of retirement for you. Come on, bro. Let's party. Let's do this. Let's and he proceeds to underhand it. But of course, no, no shocker. A, a Karen comes from the mist and she's crying and not getting any sleep as a result of this. I think she was one of the, I think she's one of like the creators or helpers of the actual Lombardi trophy itself. And she's just like, I didn't sleep for days seeing Tom throw that trophy uh, all I could think was, what if it hit the water? What if it was damaged? And she allegedly claimed she missed like two or three nights. Lady, stop, ma'am. Go right, stop. You were too invested in your dog. Let, Let it go. Like, we don't go get a life. Get a life. And at the end of the day, if that Lombardi trophy would have hit the ground, we already know divers would have been down there trying to scoop it out. That's it. Eat like one. that, or they just would have made up. It is. Tom would have been like, "We'll pay for another." <laughs> yeah, something like, "Come well, on, he's a boss." It, it, you know, what I mean, it was it was number seven for him. And I mean, I I, I want to say it was two years ago where Gronk had took the actual Lombardi and like they was treating like a bat, and he bunted. They threw a pitch to him. He just <laughs> right with the trophy. So, so I mean, for these here, guys, here, it's fun, here's man. here's my thing. Apparently. Gronk is the issue. He's <laughs> you know, you, fair point. You're right. Gronk is the issue. If he like, yeah, come on, let's play baseball with this Lombardi trophy. And I felt like I heard him, y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm so glad you said that because I heard him he in my so ear mean. edging him on. Come on like, now. Yeah. We were taking shots for Gronk during the game. Like Gronk, Gronk is the problem. Gronk we is. said it here. They grown Gronk is the problem. So pretty. Stop being a follower. I hang with Gronk. Okay. Listen, I have seen. Call me Gronk. Yeah. I throw the Lombardi across the room. <laughs> just, like I said, just, just, just seeing him like that. Uh, we, we all, unfortunately, because we don't always do drink responsibly, uh, we could relate to being that one stumbling out, and that was that was Absolutely. that was Mr. Brady. He enjoyed himself. He had a ball. Uh, I, I couldn't help but you had before. Yeah. Really Left for like. One and a half days. Oh yeah, he was down. He was down bad for a few days. Shout out to that, that parade though. That was a really nice parade on the water. I would love to have been out there. That was nice. Let's what? Like it, it when I saw it, Kay, I was like, I get that we in a parallelogram, but uh I wouldn't mind being a part of that. Like, <laughs> <It was nice. laughs> I'm like, I need to get the right. Well, where am I? Tom Brady mask. You say, well, you go Tom Brady mask. <laughs> now you're pushing it. <laughs> Cheat code. That's what you need. Oh. Is the cheek, that's what it that's needs to say. That's what your mask needs to say. Yeah, Chico understatement. But, I mean, that was, like I said, that was just some of the some of the funny stuff that we've seen. Um, I, I couldn't help but put out there. But there was one 
last one that just popped in my mind um that is heavy trending right now and i don't know if y'all seen it with the uh, biracial couple and she's sitting on his i think she's sitting on his lap or what have you and he's explaining her side of things from the standpoint of the things that you don't do i guess when you're dating a black man Thick Markela is pouring a glass of wine, y'all. Oh, yeah, watch it. Sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> watch TV. Don't watch Heard me. Drink of choice today. <laughs> but it was, uh, like I said, y'all get a chance, like, check check it out. I know most recently, um, Kev, Kev on stage had posted something, kind of commentary with it and Pat Cloud, but it was just funny because she was like, you know, here are the things that you don't do, you know, when you're, when you're dating a, a black man. You don't discuss uh, their black culture because for whatever reason, they're sensitive about it. Um, she was like, second thing you don't do is you don't, you don't touch their hair. Um, and you know, the third thing is, although they're going to use the N word a lot, it's not okay for you to say it. And she white? she's got, she black? Oh. yeah, she's white boyfriend's boyfriend's mm -hmm. black. And it's, it's, I guess it's just hilarious to me because I'm like, yo, whose idea was this between the two of them? I, I can't quite put my hand on like who thought that this was cool to do but he's real kind of corny quirky esque like but i just the the the, the timing of it i was like oh, this is just bad like this just doesn't it just doesn't look good like it's just it's just and then come on y'all gonna drop this in bhm no on bhm don't like <laughs> why does why does our moments always have to be like corrupted and defiled? Like let us have like just let us have it. Let us have this. Okay. I, I refuse to let Gorilla Glue take this. <laughs> She's not taking a month. <laughs> like, well, us, apparently people are um let us have this. People are um like tracking the month tracking the year of 2021 mm -hmm. so in january was the capital showdown capital showdown y'all capital showdown war y'all um and month two which is february is was girl. the gorilla girl so, so we'll, see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see always something <laughs> i'm excited I'm, I'm i'm super duper pumped but look at this i'm sorry y'all i'm on facebook i'm scrolling facebook First of all, this this why her name not in the title, but go ahead. Somebody, somebody got a cookie. Y'all know how like great cookie or whatever they do the big cookie. Somebody got a heart shaped cookie <laughs> for Valentine's Day, and on it is Uncle Bernie in his chair with his mask, with a mask. and his and his <laughs> mittens <laughs> crossing his legs. <laughs> If y'all can see it, okay. Interesting. And he's like waiting on a ring, like <laughs> that is pretty freaking hilarious. Just when we thought we left Uncle Bernie last in in last mm. last no, situation, Uncle is Uncle is rocking with us. Uncle ain't going nowhere. Uncle is definitely rocking. With us. But, um. Of course, y'all. If, if if you didn't know already, for the show for this month, we've been focusing hev heavily on the obvious being our, our Black history, uh, as well as our relationship talks. We've been having them. So if you if you missed the one from last week's episode, check us out. We you know we love to do we love to have our conflicting uh, topics, so to speak. Because I mean, come on, every relationship has its conflicts, right? That's just that's just part of the game. But um, on the side of the Black history for this 
uh, for for this episode anyway it was very interesting for me because for whatever reason y'all being transparent being honest i was in a bit of an activist sort of move i was kind of feeling a bit powerful for lack of better words so i had an individual come across my mind to speak on and then small world a movie dropped um and for those who haven't seen the movie yet uh, we're going to talk a little a little bit about it, but the movie, if you were wondering, is uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a must-watch. Definitely a must-watch. And I just wanted to, you know, pay homage and pay mention to who the uh, movie is primarily about in Frederick Allen Hampton, uh, who was the Black activist and socialist who came to prominence in Chicago as a chairman of Illinois' chapter of the Black Panther Party. He's technically, he's technically the deputy chairman of the party at that time. Born August 30, 1948. So, okay, you know what that means. Mm. Virgo in the building, baby. Mm. Gang, August gang. <laughs> gang, mm. gang. Mm. August. And, and listen, because he was born, he was born in August, guys. Okay, so you know what that means. He was the cool, he was the cool hey. Virgo. He was the cool, <laughs> hey, he was the cool Virgo. So, are we applying that, Mark Haley? <laughs> Am I not? Like, come that on. Is, that, is exactly, <laughs> that, is, that is exactly what we're saying. Thank right. you for applying that, that for me. <laughs> Everybody has their own thing, you know. <laughs> Y'all are entitled to have yours. I have mine. That is exactly what we are implying, okay? Well, sure, go for it. That's what we're saying directly. So anyway, um, but yeah, so this takes place, um, you know, in, in Chicago. That's his birth. And unfortunately, um, no, you know, no, no surprise to us. He was uh, uh, my man that was assassinated 21 years of age, or 21 years of age. Uh, 1969, December 4, um, right in right in his hometown. So right I did his did want to talk a little bit about um, the movie reactions. Uh, like I said, if you haven't seen it yet, we'll do our best to not necessarily spoil. <laughs> spoil. Um, but I do think that at least from a cultural standpoint, even if you have not seen the movie yet, you can get a good feel of premise because it's surrounding the Black Panther Party. So you kind of can know where your feelings are going to go after you after you watch this. Um, but anyway, ladies, uh, thoughts about the movie? Okay, what you got? I mean, I really just thought it was a great movie. Um, more or less because like I've already seen the PBS special on the Black Panther. So it was more of just getting the actors perspective on things and you know how I don't know just I mean it, for me it was just more a depiction of how they actually act these characters out more than it was actually the storyline for me but um, yeah I think they did an excellent job it was never once that I look at him and say hey that's the guy from Queen and Slim <laughs> or you know oh, you or hey you out. know <laughs> that's the guy from um, Atlanta or but, but yeah I think so I just think everybody did an excellent job yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. T, what's up? Because we talk, like, just so y'all know, all five, <laughs> the teams I'm talking about too. First of all, this movie. me and Davon was up until three o'clock this morning. The movie went off at what, like one, one thirty? Yeah. We literally sat and talked until like three. And talk is not a cold word. That was it. Was no, actual talk. It, it was actual, actual talk, talk y'all. Just, just putting that out there. Shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, discussion, <laughs> discussion, <Passionate> discussion. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, I love the movie. It was great. It definitely made me want to go and you know, um, you know, according to my uh my friends and family, I don't, I can't fight. 
However, I was I, I I was mad. I I was angry, and I'm one of those when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those when I get upset. I cry, I want to cry. Like I'm one of those. Oh yeah, she was watery out of here. People like, and I was so mad. I was like, I'm ready to cry because it's ridiculous. Cry. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was ready to cry. That's a dialogue. It was. It was. It was. I don't want to bring the. It was a, it was so much going it was so much going on in my head so much to process, um, but it was a great movie I think I like I said I think it is a must watch yeah definitely um for our for our I think it was Oscar yeah yeah definitely I, I listen I have every just in- please don't go punch nobody y'all because it kind of give you that vibe like I mean how did I tell you if it how was- did you all feel about what he was saying you know like to kill a pig and and get you know. I don't want to misquote him, but, you know, to get gratification, kill another pig, get more gratification. I mean, how did you all... Uh... Oh, you, you spoke to this. I did. T, so uh, this T, was T, a, T did a great job. This was my this. issue. I think that... I, not to say that the Black Panthers aren't a great society or... Um, Organization. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. But I wouldn't have went about it the way that they going about it but i know back then it would things were much harsher as it as it relates to the 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 treatment that they got from these police officers and stuff like we still get it mm-hmm. today but it's not as bad as it was back then thank you know thank god for that but i'm just not uh you know, and I, the literal sense of we going to kill a pig and give you satisfaction, that kind of like, I, I don't, I, I mean, I'm all here for, you know, equality and our black excellence, but I'm not really sure how I feel about constantly disrespecting and killing police officers just for the sake of our community. Because at the end of the day, they are still people, whether you like them or not, they are still people. Um, and, uh, you know, it took me, I, I said a few things from the Bible last night because for me, the, one of the main things the Bible said is love your, love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself. So whether that is, yeah. you know, this white guy down the street that don't like me, Are that's not enemy? my concern. However, still required mm-hmm. to love and I ain't finna go out here and kill nobody just because like, but, but my, my biggest thing was. The revolt, like we out at today in today's society, if some police officers show up outside my front door, I'm not going to stand outside the window with a rifle pointed at them because that provokes them and gives them the right to shoot at me because of my, you know, even though I didn't shoot first, if I pull a big rifle out of my window and point it at the police officers, you have the right to shoot me because that is your job to protect that and that's just my opinion. Yeah, so, I but. think that there was them trying to separate themselves and try to become sovereign because what the police job actually is to do is protect the state. So oh. it's not to protect you. Mm-hmm. So they were just trying to protect the establishment at any means necessary. That's why they mm-hmm. were constantly trying to kill Fred because at the end of the day, he was a... Um, he was a threat to the establishment as a whole because if everybody would have came together, because he had the ability to do that, he had the ability to inspire. So if everybody would have came together, we definitely could have overthrown 
you know, the government. So that's why they were after him. And that's why they were after many of our leaders. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The yeah. problem is they don't want us on that level. So. I mean, the the thought, it's just amazing. Because when you really, when you really sit down, and, and I think this is what made T get emotional about it, is when you really sit down and just reflect on it and think about it, it's 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 scary. I mean, it it, it really is scary. Just the, the notion of I can be passionate about something and be powerful, impactful, driven, bring people together, and as a result of that, it may get me killed. Um, it's it's kind of it's it's wild. It like when you really think about it, because the Rainbow Coalition, y'all, was literal mm-hmm. in its sense. I mean, Fred went about bringing people together. I mean, he walks into this Confederate environment and he's like, hey, <laughs> your own people talking down at you. So let's, you know, let's come together and let's, let's, let's yeah. revolution. <laughs> it's a revolution, yeah. man. You know, like, you know, let's, let's come together and, and let's do this. And as a result of it, it ended up being a threat. Like one of the quotes um, from the director of the FBI was saying, hey, you know, uh, Agent Mitchell, you your your daughter comes home with a black man. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do? We can't we can't have that a, happen. A Negro. A Negro. I, I was surprised they said Negro. I was very shocked. A Negro. Um, but you know, to so it it really is. It's just the thought of it is just scary, and it it, it really is post traumatic being a black male and growing up in the the environments in the area in which I grew up. I mean, just seeing the images in the movie and fast forward into today, I mean, it's practically identical. And it's, it's, it's scary almost. Like, it's just wild, the thought of like, damn, yo, this was 50, 60 years ago. And I'm looking up and the police are still lined up the same way. We still almost got the same kind of still, thing happening. They're still carrying out their Although, mission. I mean, yeah, I mean still, still their okay, mission. Like, I mean, still. And it's just, it's, and to me, I think what, the only time it becomes frustrating when we have these discussions is there are still a vast majority that will say things to the effect of, I don't understand why people are making it about race. Racism is no longer there. Um, You all have all the same opportunities that we have. And just all these different, you know, different statements I'm hearing. And I'm like, you cannot be serious when the scenarios are practically identical. Like Mm -hmm. they reference Emmett Till. Yep. We still have those things that are transpiring and happening. And I'm just like, y'all, I mean, don't get me wrong. We have we have definitely made the strides and we're, we're progressing. We are moving forward. But at the end of the day, it's it's, it's just, God, I, I never want to be that pessimist in the room. But it's just like, I don't know if we'll ever get to that harmonious well, place that... I- I we, think you know, that we will we, we really only be. because um, I was looking at a documentary earlier and it was basically just saying that in 2050, the, I don't, I don't want to say it bad. I know we have all type of viewers, but that uh, white people will actually be eradicated. <laughs> so it's actually going to be a nation of brown. So, so now maybe in these years, we'll actually see them. We'll probably see a fight a little bit, you know, fight them. Well, them fight a little bit harder, you know, to to actually keep themselves around. I mean, if you know, you have scholars saying 
you know, this is the trajectory and this is what's going to happen. And then if you look at everything that's kind of going on, like you can even look at commercials and how they're trying to normalize biracial relationship. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, it it, it probably, you know, it probably will happen. I mean, I don't know if we're necessarily going to have a group of dark melanated people, but we're definitely going to have a group of, Mm. you know, lightly melanated people. Lightly melanated people. Lightly. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Very, yeah, very, very, very true. But it, you know, in, in a nutshell, we definitely want um, every, you know, everybody that can and, and you know is willing, definitely check the movie out and see it. And um, little fun fact too that I, I noticed today is that the actual um, actor, and I, cannot, I cannot think of his real name right now to save my life, but the actor that plays uh, Judas in the movie. Um. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that actually plays him. His, his name in the movie is William O'Neill, but the guy that actually plays him, uh, you got his name. Let me look um, it up for you, babe. He uh, it, he and he ends up having to go to therapy. I think he's still in therapy just for the role alone. Oh. Um, because it was a very that's that's a little, little blurry, but it was a very um, and you'll and for the, and for those when you watch it, you'll see why. But it was definitely a very trying role, to say the least, because the character. Lakeith, excuse, Lakeith I'm sorry, babe. Oh, yeah, he's not. He's Stanfield. not the British one. Y'all. Lakeith Stanfield. The main actor is the British one. Oh. Who? Yeah. Um, um. Daniel. Well, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not. Well, yeah. yeah not he, he actually has Kalu- a. He actually has a British Kalu- accent. Kalu- yeah, he does. He does, it's, and it's weird too. But yeah, he does have a British. First of all, he does British because I wasn't expecting. It. I was expecting Nigerian or something. Like that. The 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 southern accent for me. Oh yeah, the accent was bothering you when he was when he was doing. Uh, I was just what, like, that country girl. Come on, come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. oh revolution. Come on now, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> y'all, my brother, now y'all. Yellow pig in satisfaction. <laughs> a revolution. I am a revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Revolutionary. Like, okay, he was, sir, he was trying his best. That was that was that was definitely quite interesting to say the least. And the, the whole time I watched it, she's just elbowing me like this is killing me right now. Like it's like he's really going above and beyond. He was. You think so? He still did an excellent job. Oh no. Okay. Point. I didn't know that he to cover no, I didn't accent? know that he was actually trying to cover his accent or if he was just trying to talk like Fred. So just trying to really embody Fred. And Fred did have a little, you know, country draw yeah. to him as well. But so I think that that's what he was trying right. to do. That's why I said he did a great job. He did a great job at it. But it was like yeah. I think it was just funny for me because I, right. I, I, you know, I know that's not true. I know you're British guy. You don't, yeah, you don't even know what the black African American experience I'm, 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 is. <laughs> Yeah, because I know one of the biggest surprises that I that I had a few years back was when I finally heard Idris mm-hmm. Alba's actual accent. Right. I was like, off the wire you and... know, so yeah, they, yeah. they do. Yeah. Anyway, but they do. They definitely, they definitely do a really, really. I love me some Idris Alba. Good. They definitely do a really good job of um, with you know, with this film, you know, cinematography, soundtrack wise. I mean, I've I've listened to the, the soundtrack now at this point about two or three times. So I, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, definitely a great watch. Um, we want everybody to check it out. And, you know, and hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us what you tell think. Us what y'all DJ think. K after Show. Yeah, if you watch it, of course. Hit us up on the gram. DJ Anderson K Show. So, you know, just just kind of kind of give us your thoughts. Um, on things that you know, who knows? Maybe because I know we do have people that are real big, you know, history buffs, and they might have some issues with maybe right. the way that things were portrayed 
Um, like, no, it didn't happen this way. And then I also know individuals who are actually from Chicago and grew up in that, you know what I mean? So they could be like, eh, no, it was really this. So it wasn't kind of so, you know, but I know, at least I know with Kay, when her and I talked about it offline, um, she was already familiar with this, having seen the documentary um, and pathetically, I can admit it on y'all. It was a, it, this was a first for me. I mean, I'm familiar with the Black Panther Party and all that, but I just didn't know to the detailed depth of uh, Mr. You know, Fred Hampton. So um, definitely a good watch. Check it out when you get a chance. Um, one that you will enjoy, yes. you will love. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, you'll, you'll, you'll have a series of emotions while watching it, a series of emotions. But I'm pretty sure we'll all agree that I don't know if many will empathize with the character Judas, mm -hmm. and you'll see mm -hmm. why. And, and, and for me, at first, <laughs> at, in, the, in the middle of the movie, I felt like he was kind of torn. But then when I saw the actual, the real interview, William O'Neill speaking, I was like, yeah, F him because he didn't care so and when y'all watching y'all understand what we're talking about but mm. Mm. yeah yeah great uh definitely great movie and film but the moment you've all been waiting for the love the love the the, love. the relationship talk <laughs> we've been having you know we've had some really good ones over the over the course of the months so like i said go back check out the other episodes I think you'll enjoy, you'll have a lot of insight and perspective. And of course, here we love to agree to disagree, to agree to disagree again. We respect everyone's opinion. We respect every, you know, we like to provide a safe space for us to talk about these things. And, no judgment zone. Yeah, no judgment zone for the most part. Um, so, <laughs> no, I mean, I judge Kay every day. Because you live with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But our topic. For today, we're talking about uh, just the importance and uh, with maintaining your independence in the relationship, maintaining your independence in the relationship. Now, that can sound a bit contradictory on the surface because you're saying, well, wait a minute, DJ, I'm with somebody. I'm in a relationship. We're in this together. How can we be together but yet still independent. How is that going to work? How does that come together? So, T, when you hear maintaining independence in relationships, like what's, I mean, what comes to mind? Like what comes across your brain when it's maintaining independence in the relationship? How do you maintain your independence when dealing with a heartthrob you? like myself? <laughs> okay. Just putting it out there. All right. Um, so for me, um, give a small little backstory. Um, I struggled with my independence in our relationship for the first seven years of our marriage, honestly, um, because I didn't know what independence looked like for me. I had no idea, um, which led to a bit of anxiety and depression but through things, guys, I have learned that independence is really, like, there's nothing wrong with a little self-love, self-care, and that is a part of your independence, just being able to say, no, I have my own friends, okay. um, I have things that I like to do outside of what you like to do, I have my own goals, you know, as well as our collective goals, but being able to maintain your independence in a relationship because being in a 
a long-term relationship, whether you're married or not, it can take a toll on you as a person if you aren't careful, 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 (laughs) spell it. (laughs) (laughs) If you aren't careful to take care of yourself. Um, Mm. Hey, come on, come on, self-love doctor. I know you're over there. (laughs) So, you know, I have been learning that um, if I, my independence for me, and it looks different for everybody because, you know, people like different things. But for me, um, I need my time to meditate. I need my time to pray. I need my time to have my private baths without my daughter sticking her hand in my water. Good luck with that. Um, I need my time to go out and be with nature. I am a natural girl. I like, um, I'm into the spiritual side of I'm things. I'm through yogi. I like my crystals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> I like my crystals. I like, you know, burning sage and burning incense. That is, that is my, um, that is my (laughs) part of my independence. Now, Davon does, he's not really, he's learning, but he's not really into the spiritual side. Like I am with things, but that's part of my independence. It's what I like. And I, not to say that I don't care what he likes, but it doesn't bother me anymore (laughs) that, he doesn't necessarily like what I like because we are different people. And that is a part of our independence. Just saying. Mm. My little two cents. Self-love is not selfish, guys. Yeah, I, you know, it. T definitely hit on a lot of, a lot of good points in, in maintaining that independence. Um, definitely what I've, I've learned over the years is and we always use we always use the word here on the show a lot, but we really mean it when we say respectfully, uh, when we say hashtag respectfully. Um, that independence has to be a respectable one and productive one. Um, so, you know, a close friend said to me, "It's it's very important that you establish whatever that's whatever that's going to be for the relationship. You establish that up front." Now. Many of us, we, you know, we have the friends, not even going to get into the gender side of it, but like we have the friends that are outside of the relationship, but it's, it's very important to make that known and that, that it's, you know, that it's a respectable, you know, friendship and that it is, a, you know, a mutual one between all parties. So I know just transparent moment for me, it was an issue that I had for a very long time within my relationship where it's like, yeah, you know, I have these friends and it's like, well, are they really friends? You know what I mean? And then, and then it's like, well, can I meet them? You don't need to meet them. They're my friends, you know? So it's just a, you know, just a matter of. Yeah. And being... I sparked a lot of arguments and I almost had to bang them. <sighs> Bless Jesus. Um, <laughs> But you know, it, 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 it ends up being a thing where, you know, you definitely have to make sure that you have the respectable um, productive side of it in there saying upfront, like, Hey, listen, T, this is so-and-so I've known them, um, for X amount of time, this, you know, this is who it is. And sure, you know, you can meet them. It just being, uh, you know, being upfront with it, because if you don't, then it does generate that space, you know, that allows those insecurities to grow and et cetera. But in, in maintaining um, the independence, no different from me than a lot of what T was just saying. Um, of course, you know, having your own friends, 
having those outlets pathetically work is is one of them for me it's a it's a space and place where i know that i'll go and i'll have that time to reflect and you know build and network and whatever the case may be so you know if it's work um if it's you know your books if it's your prayer time you know wh whatever it is it's extremely important to have in your relationship because if everything ends up being mutual then yes you will go nuts um you will go stir crazy uh you'll find yourself uh with the anxiety um with the frustration you'll find yourself lashing out and it's even more difficult once you have children um it becomes extremely difficult to have because I said it here, uh, FTK, these kids are overrated. Get a puppy. <laughs> FTK, okay, so FTK. ladies, when you, you know, when, when, I, when I see it all the time, ooh, my ovaries, change your mind right now. Um, because mm, once, I'm in baby fever. Because once they're here, they don't go anywhere. Okay, get a puppy. But, <laughs> but um, you know, ma maintaining that, that independence, is it is easier said than done, you know, because... Um, you do want to have a lot of insight as to what is happening with your partner and, and kind of, you know, what they got going on. You want to be a part of it, especially if they're excelling shade thrown here. That's why it's the DJ and K show. It was, my, it was my independence. <laughs> it was my independence. They pulled me in y'all. I'm telling, listen, it was my independence. they pulled me in. I wasn't supposed to be a part of the DJ and K show. But much like this country, the declaration. So I got a little question for y'all. <laughs> So for for the viewers, I really uh -oh. like Let's to do it. dive into philosophy and just just think pieces and things that provoke thought. Um, so do you all think that relationships uh -huh. or are two people um, coexisting together, or do you think that they are two people becoming one? Me personally, uh, I hate when people say that. Oh my God, I just. I'm glad it. you called it so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> oh, that's a cop out. Uh, no, honestly, <laughs> that's really how I feel because I do believe that in in a lot of areas in our lives, once you become in a relationship, once you, yeah, once you are in a relationship. You certain things you have to become one. Davon knows that even though he spoke to it, we don't have no friends that ain't mutual friends. If I don't know your friends, but like, why? Why not? I'll, and it's cool if it's like she were they were your friend first, but just like more like you, Markayla, you know, you you're his friend from work. However, we are friends as well. You know what I mean? So it's not like and not. Like, I I call you on my own, which I do, but that, that's that's a different discussion. Anyway, <laughs> um, but there are a lot of things that you do have to merge in a when you're in a relationship, and it does become the one. But speaking on that independence, there's also two people coexisting because just our finances are merged and you know, our love is merged and our friends may be merged and um, our taxes, Jesus, are merged, but, and, and some other things, so, but it's like, I still have my personal stuff. I have my own business. Spiritually, are you merged? His own things. So, you know. Spiritually, huh? are you merged? <laughs> 
Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that that I I I love that question, Kay, because um we always you know everyone has heard the term, even if you don't even have a a uh, biblical backing of of any sort, but just being equally yoked. Um, the two become one. Yeah, is is extremely is extremely important, <laughs> and it's and it's, it's 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 interesting because it doesn't matter what type of thing you're going into, if it's traditional, if it's a partnership, or whatever it may be, you do stand at that form of altar with a presiding official and take those vows, right? You know, you take those because you want the blessings, like you want to have that that honoring sanctity, you know, you want to have that, you know, those rings, they, they, they're, they're, they're molded the way that they are because it's never ending, you know, y'all, whoever got married, you know, you've heard it, <laughs> you know, you've heard it said. So um, it is, a, it, it really is a becoming one. And even in maintaining that independence, so to speak in there, um, you have to, you have to respect you have to be respectable to the other the other side as well, and that that's where it gets so difficult in this thing because it's like I want to have my independence, and then my ego <laughs> sort of begins to dominate the other side of it. It's your ego. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> but but you're right. You know the the ego part of it does begin to sort of dominate from the sense of why can't you see it my way um this is this is the way that works and 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 is the only way um but a large part of it too is you have to have that you 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 got to have that friendship there like that friendship yeah, is the is really the base um, oh my god like it's key and 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 from what i'm seeing with a lot of with a lot of relationships and the failures and such is because you don't even like each other. Like you don't like when like a, a lot of people. <laughs> what's the key like, word? What, what's the word? Court? No love. Courting? Is that what it was? <laughs> you guys didn't court. That's promenade. Shall we promenade? Promenade in the courtyard. Don't rush love, y'all. Don't rush it. Don't settle. As as D, D yeah. said, don't settle. You know, so it, yeah, and I and I and I and like and I'm telling you, and I take the, I, I really, I have so much admiration, you know, and I tell Kay this all the time offline because, you know, Kay always says, I have to, I have to prepare myself. You know, I have to make sure that I have my stuff in line. So that way, when that, you know, whenever that person comes along, we'll understand maintaining our independence, but yet still being together. We'll, you know, I'll be able to appreciate with their bringing just like so that they'll be able to and then and then if, if if anything most importantly what people miss all the time within a relationship is when they bring that thing whatever it is <laughs> i'll be able to appreciate it and say thank you and 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 love them and respect them for mm-hmm. for being comfortable enough to give me that um when they could just treat it like most of our social media where i just give you the highlights of me <laughs> i give you the best i give you the best parts of me <laughs> I give you all the thirst traps. I give you all of the best stuff, all the red light bulbs. I give you all of that. And then when it's time to, you know, right. get to the nitty gritty, I'm just a terrible person. Do your work. <laughs> Friendship your work. and communication. Def, I mean, def, definitely do 
do your work because with the you know with the maintaining the independence it it is a must don't like don't get it twisted like everything and i mean it's like i said it's, it's not the shade tea in any way in which she said as far as with everything being mutual or the majority or you know how it was worded but you do have to have that because you will lose yourself you will lose yourself and it happens so much in relationships mm -hmm. kids or no kids it happens a lot to the point to where you get to, especially like when you have the children you get to that place now where the kids have grown they're gone you're empty nesting and you're looking at the person you're with like who are who you are, right why are we here mm -hmm. okay what now we now we're gonna we're gonna go get divorced because i never realized how much i did not like you right. because we had mm -hmm. the children to kind of be the filler um, and that's why you do tend to see a lot of on the ladder and like, wait a minute, is so-and-so going through a midlife right. crisis? Why in the world now after all this Sounds time? like you don't need date nights. They can't do this any longer. Because they had, listen, date nights are love, okay? Okay, you, 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 want, Maddie? you want me bring, bring Maddie? Maddie? I love me for Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie is a joy. Because <laughs> we look at... <laughs> Girl, that's what you think. Listen, okay. look, look, but but any, but anyway, like K, yeah, K, 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 definitely just struck another gem and telling y'all, like, hey, set them, you know, yes. set them, set them date nights yes. up, you know, go and and spend that time together and, to, alone. and together alone, you know, but yes. also to you know, just make sure you have your things that you are passionate about that you're you know that you're adamant about and that you can you know include your partner and spouse in, you yeah. know, those like, things. I like everybody knows my my main business is T Crochet, so. I like to crochet. Davon don't like to crochet. Not really my thing. But we can sit together while I crochet and work on my business because he appreciates that part of my independence. Thanks, babe. I mean, I try, you know, and, and I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, she probably be crocheting. I probably be playing the game. Playing so. the game. But, but that's a part of his independence, independence as well. So, my independence, you yeah. Know? You know, we just merge anyway. it together. <laughs> yeah, we just, we, just, we just merge it together. But, you know, more than anything, just maintaining... Um, the you know the independence is you know ex extremely important and it doesn't have to be an independence that is toxic um <laughs> i think more than anything it doesn't have to be uh one that you know strains your relationship and if get you feel like it is then okay get that gotta, malcolm and marie out of <laughs> here y'all <laughs> listen get uh, the malcolm and marie out of, out of here look i'm telling you i'm even taking the angle with that film like maybe if that because are the like she Zendaya's character really wasn't given much independence in all honesty. I mean Malcolm was a bit of a controller. Jerk off. A narcissist controller. Asshole. And when she want and when <laughs> and when she wanted to express that independence, hey, I can do it, he was like, mm, probably, not. Mm, probably not to my standard. No. <laughs> you know? But um transparent moment y'all i was definitely excited that. that t only watched 30 minutes of it because I, I we probably wouldn't be recording right now but um i couldn't get through it yeah it was it was definitely one that was a bit of a uh trigger definitely watched it twice um yeah <laughs> i would have probably tried Kay to watched it twice well, listen he's a real mvp because I, I one time was was definitely enough for Kay me is <laughs> She has a, different a lot of words that I won't tell the viewers <laughs> how I feel about her. <laughs> but but anyway, I mean, since, I mean, but okay, since you brought up the, the the you know the Malcolm Marie, why not? Like, what I mean, what really 
resonated with you biggest oh, from that i think you know, from that <laughs> i think film. the biggest thing that resonated with me was the, the part where she was on the bed and she was speaking to malcolm and she said you know um this is you know i'm looking at the best person that you'll ever be and that really resonated with me because when it comes to narcissism and egotistical people um you you, you tend to think the 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 best about yourself you know and the the weird thing is you will never experience growth because you think that you're you're everything already and and so that was the biggest thing to me because I feel like maybe I have been Malcolm in certain situations and you know just me I'm big on um growth and and um expanding my mind different perspectives and it's just like you for those narcissists out there you really need to 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 take heed to that <laughs> like you you want to be so great but you're confining yourself you you're putting yourself in a box essentially so stop 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 the narcissism like Now, okay, so so from that standpoint, as a narcissist, do you feel that the character or even whoever the person is, are they actually sorry when they get that quote-unquote humble pie served? Or it's just like, a, I'm just saying I'm sorry just so that we can get off of this type of thing? Because it, it the the argument still continue, and it was still yeah, but like, at the, it was like at I'm going to come back stronger with my punch this he, time. <laughs> he no longer had anything to say. Now, I don't know if you can say that's a realistic depiction of somebody that actually has narcissism, but um, he at that point, the argument was over. Mm-hmm. He, there was nothing more that he can say. So um, I think that in the end, I mean, she did win that that point. But like you said, like if we're dealing with like somebody that's really a narcissist, probably not. They're probably not even going to understand that. Like, it's going to go over their heads. Yeah. Um, the ego is going to be in the way. still going to buff out the chest. Oh, I'm still great. I'm still this. I'm still that. So I, I'm not exactly sure mm-hmm. if, if they're going to get it. But yeah, I do think that's the biggest thing that resonated with me yeah. is ego mm-hmm. death. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, it. Of course, in the in in the perfect case scenario, you know, when you're in your relationship, you want to be able to have effective uh, communication. You want it to be great, but unfortunately, it's not always going to come out that way, y'all. And we know this already. It's not going to always come out. It's going to be. Um, it's not always going to be pretty. It's just not. It's not always going to be pretty. And that was one of the, that was one of my biggest takeaways from that film was okay. Once I established that this film is going to really reflect the complexities of that dialogue. Uh, we call it heat of heated fellowship. It's <laughs> a nice way to coin it. Um, yeah, we, you know, definitely. But it, you know, we just it's you you see those layers of complexity in it from the highs, the lows. I mean, I, I told K offline the best way I can describe the film was it was a roller coaster <laughs> ride. <laughs> I buckled up and it got uncomfortable on a lot of it. Up, down, round. I mean, and you want the ride to be over, but it's like I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay on until it's the end. So I, I, I'm, you know, I hit this drop. I want to throw my hands up, but uh, I don't know. It's a little rocky. Um, that really was the depiction. Cinematography was outstanding. Uh, the, the the soundtrack was amazing, of course. Yeah, um, you know, and for what they were able to accomplish in the parallelogram was just outstanding. I would love to have that house, by the way. Um, but yeah, you, no, but, you, you got know, to define this parallelogram. You have to. 
Okay. Parallelogram. This pandemic. <laughs> Parallelogram. Because if you was probably complex. like, this man just said this thing three times. Uh, <laughs> by definition. Parallelogram is a complex situation. Okay. So in a, in, in a nutshell, being in the pandy, a.k.a. A vid, a.k.a. Roni, right. we don't call it for what it is because, you know, we don't want to get flagged and such. We ain't trying to get flagged. We ain't trying to get um, shut down. So we we're not going to shut say down the real people. But just, but just what, for what mm -hmm. we've been living in and what we've been going through, um, it was, you know, it was definitely well, it was, it was well put together. So heated like I said, me and Kay had, we had a nice little heated uh, discussion about it offline to where heated fellowship offline about the film. But it, I think in, at the end of the day, and she can agree with me on this, it really just depended on as 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 a consumer kind of where you sit because on one side of it, like Kay was saying, you can appreciate the art and go, you know what? Let me go home and hug my hug my significant other and tell them I love them and mm -hmm. thank them and thank them. They ain't, you know, I ain't got a cram mac and cheese down my throat this. to do it. Um, let me, you know, let me give them that thank you. But then I can also understand the flip side of it of a person saying, hey, listen, this, you know, this was triggering. It was kind of me reliving some of the things that I've gone through. It was a bit distasteful. I couldn't appreciate the art. Um, as a result of that, I just couldn't get past them fussing. I think that was the biggest thing. I couldn't, I couldn't get past them arguing. But I mean, there were a lot of mm -hmm. great points made. The monologues were just amazing. Um, there were a lot of great points made from a political standpoint to, you know, things that we're going through. So um, pick your side. But I will say, it, it, you know, it, it can be it can be either side of the of the coin if you haven't watched it yet. And I will give the writer his credit. He does say this is not a love story. So. Um, yeah, you, you don't watch it. Um, <laughs> but in other news, T, what? Who are the people you cannot trust? Call them out. We want to know. Okay. <sighs> this week's person that can't be trusted. So, in lieu of Valentine's Day. People got a lot of candy, a lot of chocolate, <laughs> some roses, maybe, um, or whatever it was that your person, <laughs> edibles, your person got you. Um, <laughs> for all those people that like Kit Kat bars, I'm a Kit Kat fan. Guilty. Okay. I like Kit Kats. I like the regular milk <laughs> chocolate ones. I like the white chocolate ones. They bomb. But here's the thing. All Kit Kats matter. Do not open your Kit Kat and what? bite it <laughs> like it's a snicker, okay? You have to break the Kit Kat. It comes in four little strips. <laughs> one, two, you break it in half, and then you break the half in half, and you eat them one at a time. Don't just go take in a chunk of, <laughs> of like, please. Don't bite the Kit Kat straight you out of the pack. Break. break. The, the commercial says, can I get a break? Break the Kit Kat K. You can't that's be trusted. Break the Kit Kat K. I like that. I'm going to hashtag that. I feel like <laughs> if you don't break your Kit Kat before you eat it, you skip steps in life. That is, according to a Kit Kat, the way that you are supposed to eat a Kit Kat, there are steps to be taken. You this, open your Kit Kat, you break you're your revolutionary. Kit Kat, you bite your Kit Kat. This is a non-judgmental show, by the way. You're a revolutionary, y'all. If y'all just bite me your Kit Kat, you say, you I'm not conforming to the rules. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Listen. Don't you conform. Skip steps. 
you you skip steps, okay? In life, you probably ain't brush your teeth after you ate that Kit Kat. That's how I feel. You skip steps oh, in life. So much if can be you don't break your teeth. Not breaking Kit Kat. You can't be trusted. That's all I Kit Kat. And here you are thinking you were just enjoying your Kit Kat. Little did you know, Kit Kat. Little did you know when you buy, when you bite exactly when you, when you bite it in that manner, you're skipping steps. Don't you bite your Kit Kat like that? Please don't. you do that. You break it off, okay? Break, break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off. Whoa, 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 Right. You hear us, Kit Kat? You got the jingles ready for you, baby. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, but if y'all want to, you want to sponsor us, DJ and K Show, can hit us up. But um, okay, so yeah, um, your Kit Kat, you can't be trusted. Break it off, y'all. Break it off, okay? Don't you be out here biting Kit Kat straight up? That's just trifling. Toddler biting. That, no that, that is how I feel. <laughs> I feel like Maddie would walk up and she would bite my Kit Kat. Grow up. That, that's Kit-Kat. a toddler. That's toddler activity. Don't be a toddler. Break. Grow up. Thank you. Oh my God, I got so many hashtags for this. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna have to type out, you know, Kit Kat K because I'm not putting three Ks in. Anyway, uh, I'm, not, yeah, I'm no. not about to do that. But anyway, hope y'all enjoy. seven, y'all. I'm Kay. Pal Tail. I'm DJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's T, y'all. And thank y'all for coming to kick it with us. Peace.